Hi, I'm Leola. I'm a sacred intimacy mentor and muse and the host of this podcast. Talk Tantra to Me introduces a playful perspective on sacred sexuality. My intention in this podcast is to integrate intimacy and spirituality, empowering you to reclaim your eroticism. It is my mission to inspire you to let go of shame, fear, and limiting beliefs to be present as your highest self in every moment. Thanks so much for tuning in. Now, let's talk Tantra. Hello, lovers. I am so blessed and honored to be in a position to share, you know, tools and tips and tricks that have the potential to heal and to bring you to a place of full sexual embodiment. And one of the tools that I absolutely love and have been using for the better part of a decade are crystal yoni products, including pleasure wands and yoni eggs. And I was so excited to recently come across a brand called Wands, W-A-A-N-D-S. I met the founder here in Austin and I absolutely loved who she was. I love getting to know the people behind the products that I like to use. And I just loved her mission to really support women and men to explore, celebrate, and honor their sexuality. I felt this transmission of slow, sensual seduction in all of who she was and all that she brought to the world. So I went ahead and gave it a try. I purchased a blue quartz Amarito wand and the Amarito wand is great because it has this like a cool bulby end on it, which is designed for G-spot and cervical stimulation, but can also be used for prostate stimulation. So it's great for men and women and can even be used between partners. So I'm so honored to have built this relationship with her and to be able to offer you guys an amazing discount code. So if you use the code LEOLA, L-E-O-L-A, that will give you 15% off all products. And the website is wands.com, W-A-A-N-D-S.com. And we'll go ahead and link that in the show notes as well for you. So thank you so much for listening. And also you're welcome for the inevitable pleasure and healing and ecstasy that is coming your way with these products. Let's dive into the episode. Welcome to Talk Tantra to Me. It is such an honor to be holding space for this divine knowledge to make its way into your ears and lifestyle. I had a completely different topic that I was going to be recording and talking today. And I just went off for a little break on like a recording day where I'm recording a few podcast episodes and creating some other content for you guys just just doing a little batching day. And while I was on my break going for a hike, I just kind of got this nudge, this intuitive nudge to chat more about my process as a spiritual business owner, as a Tantra practitioner, having created a multi-six-figure business uh, and having helped others do the same. And I'm in this time in my life where I'm really following my bliss and it feels really fucking good. And that's a whole other podcast episode about being more and doing less, which will be coming to this, this space soon, but just totally giving myself permission to go off of script and kind of share what's on my mind about how to succeed as a spiritual business owner, as an entrepreneur, as a female business owner, and just share what's been working for me 
really, really well. Uh, I think that everyone is a little bit different and, you know, I think that some people might be thinking like, how does this relate to Tantra, especially if you're new to this space? But if you aren't aware, Tantra is a Sanskrit word, which literally translates Tan is to expand and Tra is to liberate. So Tantra itself means to expand and liberate. And Tantra in that way is about so much more than the sacred sex and intimacy that a lot of us in the Western world are drawn to. And to me, our purpose is such a big part of our soul expansion and liberation. And so many of us explore our purpose through our career, through our jobs, through our business. It's not the only way to explore our purpose. I personally explore my purpose in my relationships, especially my sacred union partnership with my fiance, Andrew. I explore my purpose in the way that I meet the day and the way that I move throughout the uh, throughout the world. But so much of my purpose is, expre- is expressed through my business. And I believe that that is very common for a lot of us. And it's something that we get to lean into to be abundantly rewarded for something that I naturally would be doing or want to be doing or feel called to do feels so, so nourishing for me. And it's definitely something that I recommend for anyone and everyone that feels called to uh, become an entrepreneur or to uh, work for, dedicate their lives to someone or something that is making the world uh, a better place. And with that, about a year or so ago, I launched my business magnetism mentorship, which is something that I recommend. I'm obviously going to share some things that have worked for me, but if you're looking for you know, a mirror and a relationship and a mentor who has been through it all, I would be so honored to support you with that. And you can learn more about the business magnetism mentorship at my website, talktantratome.com. And then you can click under the work with me tab. Uh, So yeah, and that has all the details. It has all of the uh, pricing information, the investment information, but that's definitely something that I recommend looking into for some more curated support. That being said, I'm going to offer just some general things that have worked for me, speaking from my perspective. And another thing that I'll say is we're all different and different things work for each of us. And that's another thing that I love about the tantric perspective is there is no right or wrong or good or bad way to do things. My work as a tantra practitioner is to help you get in touch with What is your highest truth? What is your intention? And what tools and practices and perspectives will get you closer to that embodiment of your higher self? Because just speaking from my own experience, you know, moving, acting, and living in certain ways has worked for some parts of my journey. And then at a certain point, they're no longer serving me. And I get to shift my my mode of being. I get to shift my vehicle. I get to become more in alignment with my highest truth. Um, so yeah. Okay. So I just jotted down some quick things that came to me offhand. And I don't think that this is a, oh God, there's a hummingbird right outside. I love that. Hummingbirds uh, represent new beginnings 
and they're very good luck. So I love that that just happened. Our little spiritual teacher coming in as we're talking about spiritual business ownership. I think for everyone listening, if you haven't already started working in alignment with your purpose, that's such a sign that it is time. And for me, I'm taking it as a sign to lean even more into the things that I love with my own business. I've been very fortunate to be quite successful in working as a tantra practitioner. And one of the things that I'm feeling even more called to is helping more people set up their businesses in this world. So anyways, I jotted down some quick things that came to me uh, and I'm just going to share them offhand. Uh, so the first one I'm going to share is as a, as a tip is to be really clear on your why. Be really clear on why you are starting a spiritual business? What is the intention of this business? How is it making the world a better place? How is it improving the lives of the people that you are mentoring or working for or supporting? Running a business, being an entrepreneur is hard. It is very risky. I mean, even at this stage in my business, I can't guarantee how much I'm going to make from month to month and where all of my income is coming in. Thankfully, over time, I've built multiple streams of income for my business. So generally speaking, I have an energetic minimum amount that's you know always coming through, but it's definitely not for the faint of heart. There's a lot of responsibility that comes with running your own spiritual business or being an entrepreneur. And so when we are very clear on our why, when we know what our vision is and we keep that as our North Star on those days that feel really hard or when we are met with challenges, having that why, that grounded why makes it so much easier to get the momentum and the motivation to work through those difficult moments and those difficult times. Shooting off of that, I mentioned having multiple streams of income, multiple sources of income in your business. So when you start out, you know, have a core offering, have a very clear niche for what, you know, what you're doing in the world. So when I started, that was Tantra body work. That was very, it's a very easy entry point for me. Uh, It was in demand. It was easy for me to get clients doing that. But over time, it's become a much smaller part of my business, to be honest, Um, now so much more of my business is you know one to one mentorship a lot of its events retreats are huge for me but starting off with that one piece and then slowly adding on more things has been so valuable and has created so much more safety for me if i'm not feeling in alignment with one part of my business for one reason or another i'm it's very easy for me to pivot and put more of my energy into something that is really making me feel super alive Um, on that note, I just had a thought and now I am having a brain fart instead. (laughs) I'll go with it. Um, have grace for yourself as well. You know, I felt like when I became a spiritual business owner, that it meant that I needed to kind of have all of my shit together and always, you know, I just remembered what I was going to say, but this is perfect. I'm so happy I had that brain fart because it reminded me of this, this piece on having grace, but I'll share the other piece in a minute here. Um, but anyways, have a lot of grace for yourself. We're still human. I've made like some super big mistakes in my life, in my relationships, since I started my business, 
Um, you know, I went through a breakup that was awful. And I remember going through my breakup feeling like I'm such a fraud. I like, I teach all of these spiritual practices and embodiment. And I teach about relationships and how to, how to create connection. And like, I fucking quote unquote failed in my relationship. And in reality, like the way that I measure relationships and whether they're a failure or a success isn't by their longevity, it's by the lessons learned. And I learned so fucking much from that partnership. Um, but it was also really easy for my inner critic, for my, you know, judgment, my self judgment to come in. So, you know, in your process, give yourself a lot of grace. You're still human. And going off of that, I'm getting so many downloads right now. I'm loving it. Going off of that. Another thing I would recommend is making sure that you have support as well. Have a coach, have, have physical support, have relational support, make sure that you've created a community of like-minded people that are able to understand the uniquely beautiful complexities of being an entrepreneur. Most of my friends at this point in my life are entrepreneurs, they're coaches, they work in similar modalities, and it's been so fucking helpful. I think it can be easy to think that it's going to become like, well, I can't be friends with so-and-so who's a relationship coach when I'm a tantra coach, because there's going to be all this competition. No, in reality, we're such supporters for each other. And we can see how we all have a very unique experience, lived experience and perspective that offers so much beauty. And they actually just complement each other in the end of the day, going back a step to talk a little bit about a little bit more about that self judgment, that inner critic, um, that imposter syndrome, if you're experiencing that in your business, uh, or just in general in life, I recommend checking out episode 56 of this podcast. That is the inner critic guided meditation. So definitely check that out as another little resource for ya. Okay. So getting back to my list of suggestions, um, the one that I skipped over was having, um, some kind of freebie in your business. So, to me, like the more value that you put out in the world, the more that's just going to come back to you energetically. So having some kind of freebie in your business is such a way to fill up your value bank out into the world, which will naturally be like such a magnet for people to come back to you when you're putting like value into the world and it's like accessible for people, they're getting a little taste of who you are and what you offer. And then they want more naturally. So my freebies, this podcast, I make $0 off of this podcast. Actually, that's not true because (laughs) I end up getting a lot of clients through this podcast. I have people that sign up for my retreats after listening to my podcast. Uh, I just started um, collaborating with my good friend here, Courtney, who uh, has a sister business in offering crystal yoni wands and pleasure wands. And um, if you use this, isn't this wasn't meant to be an ad, but I'm just kind of explaining the back ends of my business. But you know, she has a website called wands.com, W-A-A-N-D-S, pleasure wands, crystal butt plugs, yoni eggs, free bead, free bleed blankets, all sorts of juicy, yummy, sexy little products and transmissions in the physical form. And if you use the code Leola, L-E-O-L-A, you get 15% off. And I do get a little portion of that as well. So it's another way that I've started making a little bit more off this podcast. But I just recently started doing that, you know, around episode, I don't know, like 
let me see. I don't even know what episode number we're on. Um, around episode, I think 117 was my very first time putting an ad in this podcast. So the point is, is that there's lots of freebie content here in the podcast that I just, I love running this. I love like just having a space to speak freely. I studied journalism in school. Um, that was my major uh, in college. So for me, like telling stories and sharing what's work for me and communicating in this way is just such a natural like overflow of who I am that doing this podcast like doesn't really feel like a lot of effort but I know that it adds so much value to the people that listen and it's so accessible it's free you can just literally press play on any streaming platform and it's there zero dollars uh, another thing that I offer for for free is a free sexual shadow work workbook. Um, you know, beautiful, free journal prompts, activities, pleasure practices that's available at www.talktantratome.com slash free. And also on that same page, that same website, there's a free pleasure positive meditation, which is really great for just reframing our perspective of sexuality and integrating our erotic cells into our holistic being. So that's three free offerings. I didn't launch them all at the same time. I obviously started with my podcast first. And when I went into the podcast, like I went, I did it from a perspective of, Hey, like, I'm going to see if I like this. I'm going to like go into it with very little investments. When I first started, I think I ordered like a $30 microphone off of Amazon. And like, that was it. It was that. And then I think I paid for Buzzsprout, which I think you get like the first two months for free on Buzzsprout anyways. Buzzsprout is like a subscription service that um, distributes the podcast to like all the streaming platforms. So I think all in like with my investments just to launch it, it was like 30 bucks. And then you know, I ran it for a couple months. I was like, I like this. People are getting value from it. I'm going to keep doing it. And here we are almost three years later um, and over a hundred episodes. Uh, and so I think when you do your freebie or you're thinking about what could be my freebie, have it be something that's like already very natural and exciting for you and something that you want to create anyways, with the free meditation that I did, it was something that I created for an event. And I was like, well, I'll just like go ahead and like record it now and then throw it up as a freebie and people will get that value. Um, you do have to put in your email to get those two freebies. Uh, so you're basically subscribing, but yeah, it's amazing. And then you also just get to know about all the other amazing things that I offer when you sign up for that. Um, so that's the other really beautiful benefit of having that type of freebie is often it becomes um, a potential client list. It becomes like people that are already interested and, and are getting value from your work are able to keep in the know of what you're currently offering. Um Another tip that I have is to get support in your business. So I obviously already talked a little bit about getting support in like at this point in my business, like, or in this point in my life, I have the prosperity and abundance to be able to, you know, do like one hired self-care per week. So every week I'm usually either getting a massage or I'm going and sitting in the sauna or cold plunge, or I'm getting acupuncture or I'm getting my nails done or like Reiki, or I'm doing something like extra once a week. I definitely didn't start out that way. It was something that I added over time. 
Um, and now, and like, then it was like once a month I was doing it. I mean, you can kind of figure out like what works in your budget and in your schedule. And then there's also things that you can do that are just for free that are self-care. So like multiple times a week, I'm taking a really luxurious bath, for example. Um, so, but I, I definitely love investing in support that feels like very nourishing for you. And you can kind of determine what that looks like and what you need, depending on what level of business you're in. Um, but then, you know, going a step further with, you know, getting support, also just getting support with your business. As soon as it's available to you, hire an assistant and it doesn't need to be like a full-time assistant. It could be five hours a month. Um, when I first hired my assistant, I had her, I think two to three hours a week. I think I was paying her $20 an hour. So that's what, let's say 20 times three hours a week. That's 60 per week, 60 times four, that's 240 a month I was paying. So not a not a ton of money um, in the grand scheme of things. Now I pay, I have two assistants and I'm paying about a thousand dollars a month between my two assistants. And one of them is more business and marketing focused, and the other one is more like life focused. So she's just kind of like a life assistant, helps me with things like setting up for events. Um changing over my laundry, dropping off my dry cleaning, helping me schedule movers, things like that, that are like normal life things. Um, so between the two of them, yeah, it's probably about 800 to $1,000 a month that I'm paying on those two things. Um, and it's great. I love it. I love having the support and it's been amazing to be able to hand off more and more things to my assistants. And that also kind of goes along the lines of the, you know, do less, be more like being able to, for example, like as I mentioned with my podcast in the beginning, I did everything for my podcast. I did the recording. I did the editing. I did the uploading. I did the copywriting. I did all of it. And, you know, I don't even, it was less than a year ago. I had been doing the podcast for two years um, before I had, I handed over the production to my assistant, but it felt so good to be at a point where I was like, Honestly, like the amount of time, like I felt bad about handing it off to my assistant at first because I was like, I genuinely actually like doing the production and it's like not that hard and it doesn't take that much time. But at the end of the day, like those precious moments that I was spending doing something that someone else could do for a pretty low cost was just like that amount of time that I was spending on those like more menial tasks was time that I could be spending creating a vision and connecting to my vision in a way that empowered me to create bigger things for you guys. Like it's, I don't know if I'm explaining this properly, but like, let's say I'm spending, I was spending two hours a week, probably wasn't even two hours, like an hour and a half or an hour on production for my podcast. Those two hours I could have been spending like dreaming up an incredible offering and creating a landing page and like all of the materials to like blow your fucking mind um, in terms of what is available for you and like really lighting you up to what's possible for you in your life and like getting you connected to like the fact that it's your duty to step into your soul purpose, not just for yourself, but for all of the people that you get to serve and inspire. 
And so at the end of the day, when I realized like, fuck, these menial, menial tasks are taking away from the bigger picture. They're taking away from the impact that's possible. It was a no brainer for me to go ahead and hand that off to her. I'm really happy that I have the awareness of how it's done so that I'm able to you know, fall back on that if she's ever not available or if I ever have to train someone else or just like help out my own clients do it. Like that's such a big thing too, with the business magnetism mentorship for me and like offering this to you guys is that so much of my business I did on my own and built on my own. So I have so much awareness of like every step of the journey. And when you're at those beginning stages and you feel like you need to do it all yourself, like I've been there, I get it. And I can help you kind of determine what's worth your time um, for the most part, but it has been so incredible to be able to have that support and hand it off to, um, to my assistant. So let's see what else I haven't talked about. So we've talked about, that we haven't talked about taking action. So, um, another thing I, that is like a tip that I suggest for spiritual business owners is to just fucking do it to, I think that so many of us like feel like we need to have the piece of paper that says that we're like qualified to use our gifts And what I mean by that is we get stuck in this loop of like, well, I just need to get my life coach certification and then I need to get my Reiki certification. And then I need to go to ISTA level one before I can start doing the work that I came here to do. And I do think it's important to be qualified and we can get stuck in a loop of like needing the next qualification, which keeps us from actually just doing the work that we're meant to do in the world like really to do your work, you just need to be like one or two steps above the client that's hiring you. Like I think back to like my very first one-to-one mentorship sessions and I'm like, Ooh, like definitely didn't have the tools that I have today, but I had enough tools that I was able to mentor the men and women that came to me and offer them immense value while still like learning along the way. And by showing up, and working with those people, it built so much confidence in myself of what I had to offer to the world. And it also like built so many skills for me along the way. Like so much of becoming an amazing practitioner is learning as you go and learning by doing right. So take action, like don't hold back, just fucking go for it. And if you need direction as to like, what do I do first and how do I start hire someone to help you? Hello, lover. Thank you so much for tuning in today. And thank you for your patience with this brief interruption as I ask for a quick favor. If this podcast resonates with you, I would love to hear it in the reviews. It means the world to me to hear your perspective and your reviews also help this podcast become more relevant in search results, which means that more people are able to find it and more people are able to benefit from the wisdom of spiritual intimacy. Thank you again. Take these couple of minutes to hit pause, write a quick review, and then let's get back to the episode. Okay. Let's see. What else have we not talked about? We haven't talked a ton about investing in yourself, like very clearly. I've kind of alluded to it here and there, but like this goes along with taking action. So investing in yourself, God, like there are so many ways that you can invest in yourself and there's no right or wrong way to do this because whether you're investing in a business coach or you're doing like a retreat that's focused on inner child healing, or you're doing a leadership training, or you're doing like an astrology masterclass or whatever it is, like 
anything that you do is going to be an asset for you in your business because it's an asset to yourself. Like the best investment that you can make in your business is investing in yourself. And that can look so many different ways, but it needs to be happening at every stage of the business, in my opinion. And again, it doesn't always have to look the same. Like I didn't invest in like a business program until like two years into my business. First two years of my business, I was honestly mostly focused on like healing work. I did do a like yoga, Tantra yoga certification in the first couple of years of my business. I did some like one-off workshops and things like that. But yeah, it wasn't until like, and even then, like the first business program I did was more on like trauma and somatics in like business. And it was less about like business, business. Honestly, like this year feels like the first year that I've really focused on like business mentorship. Um, Other things to consider investing in is therapy. Therapy is something that I've gotten a lot of value from recently. I just hired a new therapist um, this year. I also have a relationship therapist, which is my first time ever having that. I also hired at the beginning of 2023. And while those things aren't directly related to my business, they are intricately related to how how available I am to step into my purpose. For example, like my partnership, like my relationship to Andrew, my fiance is such a, such an asset to my business because first of all, he's so supportive of me and having that support is so nourishing to how I show up in my business, but also all of the things I'm learning about relationships by being in relationship to my sacred beloved is also so impactful for my purpose. Um, Therapy as well, just having a safe space to unpack and to heal and to learn more about myself is, you know, the deeper that I go within myself and work on myself, the deeper that I'm able to heal the people and inspire the people that are in my circle and that are um, potential clients with, with me as well. So invest, invest, invest. Doesn't matter what it looks like. Um, And I would love and be so honored if you invested in me. Some of the things, again, I have the business magnetism mentorship, which is amazing. It's one-to-one. So we get to go really deep. I also have a sacred uh, intimacy mentorship, which is very similar. Great for individuals and couples. Um, I still do a bit of tantric body work, very healing. Um, Definitely recommend that. And then events. You know, if you go to talktantratumi.com slash events, I've got retreats. I've got tantra yoga. I've got like workshops, all the things highly, highly recommend. And those are also great ways to invest in yourself and your business. All right. Let's see. What have we not talked about? Um, collaborating with others. Let's go there next. So I, that's one of the things I love about the podcast personally, again, is that like, as you guys can see, I bring on so many amazing humans (laughs) for you guys. And what that does is so many things for me. I have to say, like, I mean, again, like I'm on the podcast right now and I'm fucking loving just like totally free flowing with you guys. Um, So it's fun for me. Just one, two, this podcast has been amazing because it's given me the space to like find my voice. Like I find that so much of working in your purpose is like so embodied especially when it's in like these realms that it's like and in spiritual realms, it's like, it's not really about intellectualizing the work. It's something that you just feel in your body and you innately understand. And to me, it's that way because I like, I'll just speak for myself. I feel like I've been doing this work for lifetimes, but that can like, so while it's so embodied and it's like in my bones, 
talking about it can feel a little crunchy, like finding the words to explain such esoteric things was like really hard for me at first. So having the podcast as a space to intellectualize what I knew in my body has been so powerful. Um, and also for, again, for the business magnetism mentorship, we could focus on, you know, launching your podcast, for example. Um, but anyways, uh, back to collaborating with others. So the podcast has offered like this space for me to get really comfortable communicating about these ideas. And it's put me in rooms with so many, like really dope humans. Like there's been so many just humongous, like people that have come on this podcast. Like I remember when Elizabeth April came, like agreed to come on. And she was like my first really big guest in the beginning of my podcasting days. Like she had over a hundred K followers on, um, on Instagram, like super big on YouTube. And I was like obsessed with her content. And I remember like sending out a podcast invitation to her and like four or five other, just like really big people in the podcasting space. And like, she responded and was like, I don't usually say yes to these things, but I'm feeling intuitively like this is such an important conversation. And it was, oh my God, it was such a beautiful, beautiful episode. I'm just going to pull up (laughs) the episode number for you guys. If you're, if you're curious, um, so it's episode number 32. So very early on in the podcast days, it's called interdimensional intimacy and starseed sex with Elizabeth April. So she was one that I was just like, holy shit. Like I'm in, I'm in rooms with like really powerful, influential people. And so like putting yourself on the line to like invite, people that you perceive as being like maybe like further along in their journey on to collaborate with you and getting their authentic yes is just like, not only is it so like validating for your purpose, but it's also such a way to get your work in the eyes of like tons and tons of people. Because obviously after that episode, Elizabeth April shared it with like a ton of other people, you know, in her following, which was so incredible. And I got so many new followers and so many new people coming to me because of that. Um, so yeah, collab with others. Um, let's see what else, uh, getting really like conscious of scheduling. So I've become, especially as like a feminine embodied individual, I've become so perp, like so intentional about how I use my time in my business. Um, it can be really like, especially as you start succeeding and you start like your, your offers start like popping off. Um, you'll notice that it can be really easy to just focus on the things in your business that are making you money at the, at the moment. And for me, that was very often like my higher ticket offers, like one-on-one retreats or couples retreats, or even like one-on-one body work. I found that I was like, just like every single person that came to me, I was like saying yes to, because it was like easy. It was like doing that work because I was so familiar with it. And it was such a foundation of my business. It became something that I could literally do with my eyes closed. I could do it on my worst day and still like create so much value for my clients. Um, but in the end of the day, like I realized that it was taking away from my ability to make even more impact because I was focusing so much on those one-to-one clients, I wasn't making the time to dream. I wasn't scheduling that in. So what I found really important, like, especially in this chapter of my business is that I'm actually only allowing in a certain amount of that type of work 
And then I'm scheduling a lot of time for things that are going to make a bigger impact, like more group programs, more retreats, um, writing my book, you know, something like writing a book is so risky to invest time into because like I've spent hours and hours and hours writing with zero zero dollars coming back to me. There's no immediate return when it comes to doing something like writing a book um, or, you know, recording a podcast or creating content, creating reels. You just put it out there and you trust that that value is going to come back to you at some point. Um, But it can be really tempting to just do the thing over and over again that's making a lot of money. So the tip here is schedule time to do, like have a have a number of do things in your month. And I don't just mean do like the things that make money. I also mean like doing the admin things. Like I'll schedule in days that are just for admin. It's just for like all the things on my schedule or my to-do list that I just like haven't made the time to do. And I'm very fortunate that a lot of those things I'm able to, to give to my assistant, but there's some things that they just like can't do or I haven't trained them to do yet. And I just need to like get done. So I'll schedule in times to do those things. And then I also schedule in times to dream. I have at least one day a month that's just focused on me visioning and, and really like taking time to shake off whatever I've been doing for the last month and get really clear on like, what am I loving in my business? What are people getting a lot of value of that I'm also like really excited to do? And then I use that information to focus on what do I want to spend more time doing in the next month? What are the other beautiful offerings or ways that I can make impact that are going to overflow for me as well, that are going to feel really juicy for me as well as for the people that I'm, you know, in service to. Okay. What else? Uh, so along those same lines, so I take off, I literally take off one day a month for visioning. It's scheduled into my calendar. I don't book anything that day. I let myself be in free flow. So that's once a month that I do that. Every other week, I have a day off as well. <laughs> I recently uh, decided that I get to have weekends, which is such an interesting concept because, you know, as a business owner, we don't realize that like, it's so hard to check out from business. Um, even on like, I mean, it, it sounds so silly to say because I'm sure a lot of you guys follow me on Instagram and you see me traveling and like doing all these fun things and like hosting all these parties and like, it's all really amazing and juicy and abundant and I love it. And like, if I'm on Instagram talking about my business, like I'm not really taking the day off, even if I'm like in Miami chilling by the pool. Right. And so I realized like, fuck, like I actually need intentional time away from my business entirely to recharge and to be able to come at it from a really fresh perspective. So I have those days off for visioning that are still kind of focused more on my business, but I also have days off for sacred play. I have days off for, um, you know, just like, following my bliss, I have days off for just resting. So I I schedule time off. And and a lot of the times I let my intuition decide how I want to use that time. But I definitely make sure that I have time away from my work. With that, um, I also have a lot of like spaciousness built into my day-to-day routine as well. So I found that what works best for me is having no alarm clock. So I know that for a lot of people you know, having more discipline, especially when it comes to their work and especially earlier on in their business, having that discipline can be very, um, supportive. But for me, I found that like 
having my sacred time in the mornings to get out of bed at my own pace, to make sure that I got enough rest is just so nourishing for me and allows me to show up for my business and my purpose with so much more authenticity and grace. Um, I usually don't schedule any calls before noon. So in the mornings, you know, I first take some time to drop into my body, to have some tea, to clean up my space so that I feel like, like it's, it's very important for me, for my environment around me to be organized and beautiful. Um, so that I can like step into my work and do things like record podcasts from a place of just like yummy, juicy, juiciness. Um, so yeah, I just generally have my mornings just to like set myself up for success before I even start doing anything. Um, I also often take, I spend a lot of time in nature. That's another tip that I would say, like nature is so rejuvenating. It's so nourishing for the heart. It's also so grounding. Um, if I ever, like there are moments that I get like kind of like news or texts or like something brings me anxiety in my business. I'm like, ah, I just like take a chill pill in that moment. I give myself permission to just step away from my business entirely and go for a walk out in nature. And I find that so supportive when it is time for me to come back to my work. Um, let's see what else, what have I not talked about? I'm almost done. I think I just have like two more points. Uh, the next thing I'm going to talk about is money and relationship to business. So obviously if we are, you know, having a business, um, we're having a business. <laughs> we're not having a hobby. You can uh, use your hobby as a way to explore. Look at Stuart. For everyone that's watching the YouTube, Stuart just climbed into my lap. You might even hear him making his sweet little moans into the microphone because his voice isn't isn't too far from the microphone. But here's an example of giving lots of mwah. Lots of grace and presence in the business. In the early days of my business and my podcast, I used to like be so anal about my recordings. And I would basically type out my entire podcast before I jumped on and started recording. And now I just jump on and start talking and just trust the divine to flow through me. And uh, Stuart is here offering his beautiful medicine to this space by giving me so much love and filling me up. So I'm overflowing into the microphone. Okay. I just got completely sidetracked though. So we were talking about, yeah, business and impact. And it's my belief that you get to make impact and income in your business if you decide to. If you're not making income, uh, then it's a hobby, which is totally fine. You can totally have a hobby uh, for your businesses or for you can totally uh, have a hobby and have a hobby be your exploration of your purpose. And I've definitely done that in the past. And I think that there's lots of space for me to do that in the future. Um, but at the end of the day, if it's a business, it gets to have income, you get to have income and impact. And those two things don't need to be, you know, mutually ex exclusive because to me, it's possible to build a business that is impactful and abundantly profitable. And really, again, like I can be your evidence, you know, when I started working with sacred sexuality and Tantra, I really just wanted to like pay off the debt that I had and make enough money to cover my bills. And here I am, you know, three and a half, four years later, and I have, you know, daily messages of gratitude from my clients, amazing reviews on the podcast, sold out events, 
you know, multiple six figure income, uh, consistent multiple five figure months, you know, I've really, I've quadrupled my income, if not more, um, since starting, since starting this business. So we wanted to be abundant as well. And one of the ways that I found that to be possible and energetically open myself up to that possibility is by being very devotional towards money. Money is really just a frequency. It's an energy. And when we are devotional towards money, when we treat money like our lover, we are inviting in more abundance into our lives. So there gets to be a whole other podcast about that, but consider how you treat money. Do you treat money with respect and reverence? What does that mean? To me, treating money with respect and reverence is being an immaculate stewardess of money. It means the money that comes in is spent, is put back out into the world with the intention of making the world a better place. And that doesn't necessarily mean that I'm like donating all of my money to different causes, but it does mean that I'm spending my money on things that I believe will make the world a better place by empowering artisans and uh, business owners and people um, and products that are good for the world. So that means going to the farmer's market and buying the the grass-fed beef instead of going to the supermarket. It means, um, you know, maybe uh, spending money on a hybrid car rather than just a regular car. Um, it means going and getting massages that are making, that are, you know, allowing me to feel nourished and show up better in my purpose and also supporting a small business owner. So there's so many different ways that that could look. Um, also treating money with respect and reverence means like tracking your expenses as a business owner. Very fortunately, you can write off so much. Uh, so keeping track of those things, being mindful of where your money is flowing in and out in your business and in your life. So again, being devotional towards money is another thing. And then the last thing that I will suggest is to connect to the spirit of your business. So there's like this obvious, probably for you, if you're listening to this podcast, you've heard a little bit about your higher self, or maybe a lot of it, maybe you've connected to your higher self. Maybe you've done meditations to connect to your higher self. Maybe you've done Oracle readings to connect to your higher self. You can do all the same things for your business. You can do an Oracle reading that's connecting you to the higher self of your business. You can do a visioning meditation that's connecting to your business. And this is something that we do in the business magnetism uh, mentorship that you can explore and get closer to. So those are all my tips. Again, if you're interested in working with this energy more clearly, check out the business magnetism mentorship on my website. I also don't yet have, um, I have, I have a couple of beautiful offerings coming soon. Honestly, by this time, this podcast is launching. They might already be launching as well. Um, so get those freebies, www.talktantra2me.com slash free. And when you do that, you'll also get in the loop with upcoming offerings. But um, I, I intend to do two new offerings in the next six months and they haven't quite given me the yes to be birthed yet, but I have a feeling one will be launched in the summer of 2023 and one will be launched in the fall of 2023. But one is going to be all about wealth and prosperity and what it means to be turned on by income and impact and to be a visionary, to bring your vision to life out into the world. Uh, and then the second one is going to be how to become a pleasure priestess. So 
as you know, my business is evolving um, and I'm finding less time to work one-on-one with individuals with tantric body work and with uh, online mentorship and virtual mentorship. I love this work and I've seen how impactful it is and it doesn't feel an integrity for me to just drop that work entirely. So what I've decided to do is to offer my expertise and to teach what I've learned by offering these modalities to you guys. So if you're feeling called to become a pleasure priestess uh, in some way, then you can look out for that offering as well. That'll be great for people that are wanting to both step into the work of tantric uh, tantric coaching, um, as well as those that just want it for their relationship to themselves and to their beloved and to their loved ones. So keep an eye out for those two. They're not ready yet, but I'm just planting the seed now. Um, so I want to say thank you so much for tuning in today. Thank you for opening yourself up to sacred sexuality and stepping into your purpose and making impact in the world. I know that it is such a such an exhilarating yes to lean into. And, uh, you know, it is also a risk as well. So I just want to honor you for even considering, um, stepping into that or leaning into it further or, um, making it an all in yes, being two feet in. So thank you for that. And I'll catch you next week on Talk Tantra to me. Ta-ta.